You are now listening to Talks with the Chatterbox. 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 Mike check one two one two. Finally, I've started my podcast. That's right. Here it is, live and in color. You are now listening to Talks with the Chatterbox. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, a.k.a. The Professional Chatterbox. And here with me, my co-host. Introduce yourself, homie. Joseph, a.k.a. Baritone Levy. <laughs> Baritone Levy. <laughs> You're going to have to explain how you got that a.k.a. in a future episode. Uh, but that's right. Pro Chatterbox, Baritone Levy, coming to you for the pilot episode, which I'll be calling BPT. And for those who don't know, that is black people time. Black people are notorious <laughs> for starting things on their own time. <laughs> uh, uh, but when we do show up, we do show out. And that's yep. what you expect. Nothing less here with the pilot episode. I know I've been claiming a few launch dates that have come and gone. So that's why we're starting on BP time. But this title is also a double entendre because now is the time for black people. That's right. This is our year, our era, our time. Finally, people are waking up to what's been going on with our community. Uh, even though we've been suffering through these problems for decades and centuries, 2020 has been the year of awakening. People are finally educating themselves, mm -hmm. finally paying attention. We are getting some results slowly, but definitely surely, or I hope it's surely. Uh, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, we cannot deny that it is our time to shine. Mars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot. So, yeah, let's tell you guys how this is going to go down. So each episode is going to consist of four segments. That's life, entertainment, geek culture, and social. But as this podcast grows, we're going to start adding some guest interviews. Uh, mm -hmm. They're going to be joining the talks. So for the pilot episode for life, we're going to be asking the question, does racism really exist in Canada? Because according to Draymond Green and the Savory <laughs> Show, it does not. So we're going to get into that. For entertainment, we'll be doing an update on the NBA restart postseason, the playoffs. You know how the Raptors did their thing. You already uh, know. The first sweep in franchise history. You already know. update on what else is going on in the bubble. We're going to be talking about the release of the assault on Masai Ujiri. We're also going to be discussing LeBron James' reading rainbow moment. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing our reviews of Project Power. Project Power, uh, yeah. Netflix. And uh, we're going to be talking about the upcoming release of Tenet. Yo. For Geek Culture, we're going to be doing all things DC fandom. Suicide Squad, The Batman, Wonder Woman, Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights and sure. the somewhat anticipated Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League. <laughs> and for social, we're going to be reviewing the Nas album, King's Disease. Yep. Uh, we're going to be talking about the upcoming versus battle between Brandy and Monica. We're going to be ending it off with uh, Megan the Stallion finally naming Tory Lanez as the shooter. Mm -hmm. We got a jam-packed BPT pilot episode for you. Stay tuned. Let's get into it. It's the Talks with the Chatterbox.
Young black intelligent. This is not a first, but it feels like a curse and it weighs like an elephant. Yeah. Heavy on my mind cause I feel so irrelevant. Yeah. Heavy on my heart, like I'm smart for the hell of it. Yeah. Heavy on my soul as I stroll through the villa again. Yeah. Stranded on this island, feel like I'm Gilligan. Yeah. Friends got jail and then they got bail. Yeah. Stressed that I'm under, I just wonder where they kill again. Please understand that I'm And welcome to the life segment of Talks with the Chatterbox. So, the age-old question. Does racism exist in Canada or are we just kicking up a bunch of noise and protests for no reason? You know, I'm I'm suspicious about two types of black people. All right. Uh-huh. Black people who don't have rhythm <laughs> and black people who think that racism is only in one section of the world of North America. <laughs> Those are the two types of black people that I'm scared of the most because they're so off key. And they're wrong and they're strong, and I just don't know how to handle it. <laughs> I, I I don't get like how I'm black. You're black. It's not like something we can shut off. It's not like something we can take a break from. So I'm saying. So I don't know about you, but I have definitely experienced racism. Yeah. In my life, and if I don't experience it personally, I witness it. I see it. Right. To to say that it doesn't exist north of the border is just pure ignorant right My and it's it's like has nothing to do with the situation um i'm gonna play a clip this is from the nba uh, show the arena in which draymond green uh is they're interviewing right now masai ujiri the president of toronto raptors the defending champs and for those who don't know, when we entered the bubble, we entered the bubble in style yep. as true royalty with our buses decked out in Black Lives Matter slogans and logos with the message loud and clear. We, we kind of showed up in style. We showed out as we always do. Uh, mm-hmm. And as always, people have a problem with what we did. Uh, let me just play the clip for you. Masai, Draymond here. Um... First off, congratulations on beating us last year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, you guys have on your bus, Black Lives Matter. And as a Canadian team, I, it doesn't directly impact your team because you're in an entire different country. What made you guys take the stand and put it on your bus? I think one of, what, 22 teams that actually went through with it. Uh, where did the idea come from and why did you guys feel the need to push that through? So, quick question, right? How many Canadians are on the Toronto Raptors right now? Um, just a quick. Um, let me see. Boucher, Boucher is from Montreal, I believe. Okay. So, and how many players are on the roster? Is it what, fifteen, seventeen? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, probably like fifteen. What Our I'm bench getting is so at, deep, man. It's hard to see. What I'm getting at is majority of the Toronto Raptors are American. Yeah. They are from the United States. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not only that, you're talking to Masai Ujiri, who's from the motherland. <laughs> what? Insane, man. Like, what? Come on, bro. So racism doesn't cross borders? Racism doesn't have a passport? <laughs> just, just leave it here. Racism we'll ain't got a later. passport, right? <laughs> Jeez, how are you on a public forum like that? And Amen. even if he didn't come up with the question, even if he's just like... Midway through reading it, he should have been like, you know, some people at home who are not Black may think and then go into the section, you know? Well, well I, okay, I've done shows before. And 
they tell you it's not like they it's not like you're you're improving you know what I'm yeah, saying? it's not exactly. like you're freestyling you you know what you're gonna get into so you're prepared yeah. and, and and you and you do it smooth and as smooth and clean as possible so there's no way that they just pop this up the prompter yeah, in that moment definitely. of time he yo one other thing he looks mad uncomfortable asking that question oh yeah he does <laughs> <laughs> which is which is really rare for someone like Draymond, <clears throat> someone who majored in communications, but someone like Draymond you better major in constantly that has to do with using your big ass mouth. Exactly, <laughs> someone who constantly puts their their foot in their mouth. He looked wildly out of his element when he was asking that question. Like he I, didn't believe what he was saying. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he didn't believe what he was saying. Um, maybe he's trying to hold back the tears of getting his ass kicked last year in the championship. Yeah. Maybe it's because Charles Barkley's there. Who knows? <laughs> All I know is this question should never even made it no, past the never. chopping room floor. The American ignorance on what we experience as black people north of the border does not stop there. So uh, we're going to get into this more. But, you know, recently Meg the Stallion named Tory Lanez as the shooter, the one who shot her in the both feet. And the response has been crazy, and we're going to get more into that. But the one one response I want to pull out in particular is uh, a tweet from some kind of nobody. I'm not even going to give him any any any. Yeah, kinda, no, we wouldn't give no free clout. No, no free clout <laughs> here. But uh, his dumbass tweet was, Tori is from Canada. Stop using quote-unquote black men. He's from another country. Black men means American. This isn't on black men. Tori did some sucker shit. That shit has nothing to do with us. This motherfucker wasn't raised in our culture. <laughs> so I'm not so what what do I call myself then? That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> am I that's am I a, first of all, black men didn't originate in, <laughs> in the United States. Okay. <laughs> There's like levels to this idiosity, the stupidity. It doesn't stop there again. The savory show. <laughs> I just read this one. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Says, and I quote, black men in North America have nothing to do with Tory Lanes. This man is a Canadian. Canada is responsible for Tory Lanes, not black American men. Bro, how? How? Is this something in the water? Are you? First, you have Draymond Green literally claiming that black American men have no right to say black lives matter because they play for a Canadian basketball team. Right now we got some people saying because Tory Lanez is Canadian. Y'all, y'all weren't saying this when you were bumping to his music. Y'all weren't saying this when you were, when you were listening to quarantine radio. I'm just saying, okay. Where's that I'm energy? And I'm just saying <laughs> you, you guys are quick. Mm-mm. So this is, this is why we can't have nice things. Like I didn't yeah. know. I'm sorry. So when a, when a police officer, sees an unarmed black man, woman, child, and before they unholster their weapon and hold their gun to their face, they ask them their nationality first because they care more about your nationality <laughs> than the color of your skin. Exactly. I'm sorry. I, I had it wrong the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's not like me, myself, in Canada, wasn't surrounded by six cop cars, all right? Half of them saying. with their hands already at the holster. For a speeding ticket, I was 10 above the speed limit. The cop passed me. I'm slowing down, getting ready to, to like pull over and being, you know, 
go through the whole process to get my speeding ticket. Cop doesn't do a U-turn or nothing. So I'm like, oh, I, I got away with that one. 20 minutes later, I'm dropping my friend home and I'm surrounded by six cars, See? six cars. Three of the cops approaching my car with their hands already at their holsters, Ready? right? Because I was playing hip hop and I was driving a decent car. They assumed that was part of some drug activity. <laughs> and we're already approaching with caution. Yeah. Okay, they didn't stop me when I was beating. No, they followed me because they automatically assumed we're connected to drug activity. They didn't even know where we were going. They just automatically assumed because of the color of my skin, I was a drug dealer or a gangster. And they needed backup. And ironically, I was dropping off my friend from a golf game. Right? <laughs> Let's not even talk about the experience that I had working in the professional workspace, being accused of, of things I never did, being labeled as aggressive, being used as a scapegoat for to cover up other people's mistakes because they know it's their word against mine and my word doesn't amount for shit. When, yeah. when, my, when, when I have this skin color, this Canadian black skin color, because melanin doesn't care <laughs> what nationality you are. Not at no. all. I'm sure, Joe, you got some stories. I got tons. <laughs> I got tons. Whether it be microaggressions. Oh, yeah. Which uh -huh. would, yeah, you see that all the time. Especially downtown Toronto. Man, me and my girlfriend got stories. But um, definitely when I used to work at the airport and customers, we get into... Basically, I worked for a car rental company and then... Uh, we, we ain't dropping... <laughs> We ain't dropping no names. No, nah, we ain't dropping no names. <laughs> wait, 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 what do you like to say? No, no face, no case. Yeah, no face, no case. We don't drop no names around here. But it was a car rental company, and a certain customer at a certain time of the night believes he was being overcharged ten dollars <laughs> for a car. Mind you, he got there past midnight, so it automatically went from Sunday to Monday. So the computer automatically rolls the prices forward. He was not grasping the concept. He ended up, whatever, taking his car, coming back the next day before my shift started, saying things like, oh, this person gave me attitude. They were swearing at me. Uh, I want them fired. I feared for my life. I feared for my life. That's what he said. We had like a normal conversation in a booth. I, I even did extra legwork and went in the office to see if I could fix this problem. Came back in, back. I'm like, I can't do nothing. So you got to so come by tomorrow and talk to the manager. So what do you thought? You're going to shake him down for that $10? Yo, I don't even know. But he said I swore at him, came at him aggressive. He said he feared for his life. All types of stuff, man. Just Oh, yeah. That back then, when I was in the workplace, that was the same thing. Like one of my supervisors made a horrendous mistake. And I actually went through the trouble of covering it up for them. And literally, but he, we could have literally gone on with our lives without anybody knowing they messed up. Mm -hmm. Right. But instead, months later, I'm up for a review and I get ambushed with the situation that I thought was, I cleaned it up, I fixed it for you, I got your back. And then they brought it up in such a way where it's like, no, you're the one who made the mistake. And I'm like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I had evidence, I, got, I had receipts. Yeah. I, so I, I called the representative from HR, everybody involved, I brought them onto a room and I said, A, B, C, D, and E is the reason why it's impossible for me to be the one who made the mistake. And now it's up to them to defend themselves. And they flipped the script and said, 
Oh, it's not the fact that you made the mistake and didn't take the blame or didn't want to fix it. Or it's not all the things I listed. It was, it's the fact that you were so aggressive when you yeah. found out the mistake was made. <clears throat> you're, you're too, you're so aggressive. You're so angry. What? And, and everybody just said, oh, okay, forget the fact that she lied on you. Forget the fact that she made the mistake. Now we're going to all just stay on this idea of you being aggressive and you being angry. When I wasn't that way at all. Matter of fact, I was the nicest person in the office. Exactly. Because of my black skin. It's aggressive. It's automatic. You could be whispering. And it's automatic <laughs> when you're a black person. And the, the, whether you're Canadian, American, or from the motherland. Right? So we have racism up here. Yep. We have discrimination up here. Oh, yeah. We have a right to protest. Just Black lives matter. And the mere fact that as an American, you're now discounting the Canadian black experience, that is what's counterintuitive to black lives matter. Yeah, exactly. Because you're saying, no, 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 only black American lives matter now. And this is the infighting. Why it's taking us so long to finally get yep. some kind of progress. Come on now. Let's go back to a recent incident that happened with Jacob Black. Because yeah. despite the fact that he's not a Canadian black man, we're still going to go into it. Because yep. to us, all black lives matter. Okay? Anyways, this past Sunday, a 29-year-old black man was shot in the back by cops seven times in front of his children. In uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Take that in. Okay. The man walked back to his car. Well, and cops followed him to the back of his car. Uh, I swear you have a taser. I swear there's like non-lethal, like where's all the non-lethal methods you use to take down a school shooter? That's what <laughs> right? I'm saying. Like this shit always blows this, my mind. <laughs> this is a father with his kids in the back in an SUV. I guess the cops got called in for a domestic violence call. And yeah. the man was trying to the Jacob Black was trying to doing their job Blake. for them. Sorry, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Yeah, he was trying to stop the dispute. So he's walking back to his SUV, probably to check in on the three kids in the back. And the cops decided to shoot him. Unarmed. Shoot him. Now he's in critical condition. He survived. Yeah, he survived. And they're saying that should he pull out of this, he's gonna be crippled for life. Mm -hmm. what's going on with these cops no one's arrested no one's charged it's, it's pending they're on probably paid leave right we don't have time to be discussing if you're if you're black because you're canadian or not yeah. there's still a lot of work to be done so let's keep the focus tons on the topic at hand tons of work man we're just getting started tons of work to do and and i know a lot of people are going to be like Oh, he should have this. He should have complied. He should, if he nah. had only listened. But what about school shooters who get taken down peacefully? What about the guy who drove a van through through a crowd of people? That's what I'm. What about the guys who are actually armed, who get taken down peacefully with non-lethal yeah, tactics? There's no excuse. We don't have time for nationality debates. Draymond. <laughs> and and for all you out there that like to play devil's advocate to your black friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we see you as well. All of y'all. <laughs> we see all you as well, okay? I had to put up with that like in undergrad for four years. Let me just play devil's advocate for a second. 
Yeah. We're not not trying to hear that right now. Oh, especially now, now that that BLM is a is a movement for everybody, a social movement. Oh, I've gotten that a lot. Well, you know, what about this? What about that? What do you think of this? You know, you know when they like to come in like they're all innocent? Yeah, I just have a question. You know, I was just thinking, what about what about A, B, C, D, and E? I'm like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Cops are trained for non-lethal first. And this is why we're calling for defunding the police. (laughs) Okay, this is why we're not calling to abolish the police. We're calling to reform the police. Yeah, these guys are, they're they're bugging out right now, man. Whether they're Canadian police, whether (laughs) they're American police, okay, the RCMP are no joke. And not just for black people, but for the indigenous people, right? Mm-hmm. Or people of color, you know, injustice everywhere. But now's the time for us to kind of focus on black. And it's it's late. This is late. This is running on some BPT. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy justice okay. is definitely running on black people time. But, you know, that I think that's it for now. I, I just got to get that off my chest. Oh, as a Canadian black man who has experienced <laughs> racism from birth till now, it bothers and it hurts me to see yeah, fellow to black men and women and people claiming that we don't experience racism and that's not our truth just because we're north of the border. Like, I'm, I've never been asked, am I Canadian or not, before someone expresses their racism towards me. Subconscious or conscious, subliminal or in your face. Right? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. You, stupid. Are you dumb? Anyway, so let's. I think that concludes. Unless you got any more seasoning to put on this topic. Nah, I ain't got no seasoning. I, I, I'll leave right. that for the rest of the episode. Don't worry. Okay. All right, yo. That's a wrap for the life segment. Day two, entertainment is up next. It's the talks with the chatterbox. To the entertainment segments on talks with the chatterbox so uh yeah let's get into it nba in the bubble disney world uh we've already had a few teams that got sent to cancun first and foremost we want to talk about the raps for the first time in franchise yep. history yep yep we have not only one game one of a round one of a playoff series but we've also swept. Yeah. That's right. We got out those brooms and we went to work. I mean, we're not celebrating the fact that it was the Nets. We know the Nets were depleted and we know they were missing some key pieces. We know that the Nets were a former shell of themselves. It's not a Nets thing. It's more of just a franchise thing, right? Yeah. And yo, trust me, we're not throwing parties or everything. We're just doing a nice a nice golf clap. You know, a nice... A nice <laughs> Nice round of applause. That's it. Just a just a nice gala clap, you know, for the <laughs> achievement. But we know there's still much work to be done in order to defend our title. So yeah. Around the rest of the league, though, just another update. So on the east side, the Bucks are looking like they're on their way to a gentleman's sweep of the hosting team, Orlando, leading the series 3-1. Uh, the Miami Heats 
have swept the Indiana Pacers. Yep. So looks like they'll most likely be facing the Bucks should the Bucks finish the job. And then both ourselves as well as Boston have swept their respective teams, being Brooklyn and the Sixers, the Simmonsless yeah. Sixers. Uh, the Simmonsless Sixers. But despite the fact that he didn't have Simmons, uh, Joel Embiid put his heart on the line, man. Yeah, man, he was he was working, man, and he, he did. We, we clown Joel a lot because <laughs> yeah, he's emotional. Just, yeah, but nah, he's one thing about it. When it's time to to hoop, yeah, that guy that guy comes to work, man. But like you know, as they say, I guess the process is still buffering. Yep, that's uh, what I'm saying, man. You know, it's just the, loading. The, this loading, loading and lagging right now. Yeah, so, uh, it's stuck at uh 65. percent um, I mean, the question is, will Embiid still be a sixer? Uh, I don't think they, they just got rid of Brett Browns. I don't know. I feel like they need to get rid of of Simmons or Embiid. I don't think they can work together. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't think they styles. can keep one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so that's the status update. So we're facing off against Boston on yeah. Thursday. Now uh-huh. is when the work comes in because this exactly. is, this is going to be a dogfight. Yeah, because um, I... I think the last time we played them, we played them in the bubble. We, we played lost. them in the bubble. Yeah, didn't didn't we get blown out? Because yeah. I remember the well, I remember when we played them on Christmas, they were on our in hell. Oh yeah, man. oh yeah, Oof. oh yeah. So that um, was rough. But yeah, this should be a this should be a very good series. Hopefully, Larry is uh, his ankle is yeah, uh, be all right. it's cool up and running. We need him him now more than ever. Uh, But, yeah, moving on to the west side, we got the Lakers on their way to also do a gentleman's suite of the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. I know I angered a lot of people when I chose (laughs) the Trailblazers to win. I don't know why people are angry. It's just a pick. Bro, Laker lunatics and bronze sexuals, man. Only entertainment. You guys acting like LeBron's their cousin or something. Yo, but, um, see, those are the type of people that make make me feel embarrassed to be a LeBron fan. Like I can't even, because <laughs> there there are certain LeBron fans where I just don't even want to tell them I'm a LeBron fan too because they're gonna think I'm on their bullshit and I'm not. No, <laughs> like, it's, it's they make every excuse in the world for him. Yeah, um, I'm like, yo, just know? this guy hoop, man. Come on, Wait, Lakers have been in hibernation. That's so, what I'm saying. And uh, now it was a peaceful two, few years in the NBA Now they have two top league. five players and they're talking big cash. I know. Oh, e- even though they dropped the game to the eighth seed. But um, with that being said, you got, y'all ain't even finished your food yet. And you're already yeah. chomping at the bit. So relax. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta finish your food. Finish the job first and then you guys can celebrate beating the eighth seed. Yeah. Even though it's supposed to be expected. I, I'm disappointed it's not 4-0, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, no, it's, it's the West, yo. <laughs> And it's it's the West. I, I had I felt like Portland would get at least one game because they're gonna get one game off of just emotion in yeah. general, which yeah. which was game. But then fatigue two. setting in. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. They just don't defense. have enough bodies, man. Yeah, and they're de- like their their plan is not to defend, but more it's just to, to outscore outscore you. you yeah, because right? they so. just they don't have. Trevor Ariza or Zach Collins, right? So they just like, yeah. yo, we gotta put up buckets. Which, uh, exactly. Do what you have to do. And that's another thing, like like Lakers have a full squad. Yeah. You know, but minus well, I minus, mean, minus Avery Bradley, but Avery Bradley, he's like, that up. He actually would is the only person that would have been able to stay in front of Damian Lillard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Caldwell yeah. Pope. Come on. I mean oh, no. 
Nah, um, and what don't was, even get me started on Alex Car- Caruso. Caruso was on ice skates, man. Oh Gee. my gosh. <laughs> Yo, somebody <laughs> check the soles of his shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> something's going on there, man. This guy. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I saw that matchup and I was like, man. I saw smoke just coming up from the soles <laughs> of his feet. You smell the rubber. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> But Lillard didn't take advantage, man. Like he, yeah, they're they're honestly like before he messed up his finger, they yeah. were um they're zoning and they're blitzing him. Mm. Like the minute he crosses half court, there's like three bodies, so he has to give it up. So yeah. you have an injured Lillard, you have a a, a, a McCollum with a back issue, yeah, spinal, um, spi- <laughs> z- z- a spinal back issue. Zach Collins is out, yeah, he's um, out, uh, yeah, and man. you Arusa's guys have two top five players. There was also MVP candidates, right? Yeah. And you guys yeah, lost. Yeah. You guys gave up a game. Yeah, you guys gave that, it. Mind you, they. I feel like game. They had no chance. As soon as Dame hit the the shot from half oh, court, yeah. I'm like, okay, this game. Yeah, man. Yeah, like when he hits one of those shots. Yeah. He's like, he. That's just, like his. He's on fire. <laughs> y'all, y'all need to calm down, man. Y'all had Kobe day, but that was a one game where it actually looked like you guys were actually playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like last, I expect them tomorrow. I think they play tomorrow. Yeah, I expect them tomorrow to. They need well, to have another dominant. Um, well, Lillard's out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know if AD is out because AD was having shoulder issues, so he might. Nah. I don't know if he's out. Mm, they should still be able to put them away tomorrow, even if Anthony Davis doesn't play. They should. They, yeah, they should. They should. You know, because Portland's not as scary as say like. A Luka Doncic because Luka Doncic can take over the game oh, as yeah. we have seen. Yeah, yeah he, can become, so. he can become unstoppable, man. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. So they should take care of business. Tomorrow. Not the best shooter right now, but yeah, he can still become unstoppable. Yeah. He'll, he'll hit the shots that count. Um, yo, Ashridge so. Jackson, man, <laughs> and Pandemic P. Um, <laughs> speaking of Pandemic P, the Clippers uh, have tied it two two games apiece with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, unicorn less Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, KP didn't even play last again. Yo, oh L, what's going on with God. LA, man? What's going oh on, man? no, man! What's like Kawhi is team, playing man. his ass off, man. This is the team Kawhi abandoned. This us what I'm for? saying. I was what? like, man, you really okay, man? I, right, I. Right. I mean, Beverly's out, but still, you're gonna yeah. put Patrick Beverly. I Luca. Da- Listen. <laughs> I know Pat Beverly. He would have gotten under his skin, though. Like, see, like, that's the thing. Would he though? Like, I feel like he would for the first. Other a people, bit. yo, did you see that game? Like, Luca was gonna lose his mind. He, he, I, I feel like he would have for a bit, and then Luca yeah. would have been like, "Okay, you know what? This is what the playoffs are about." Because he, he's adjusted after yeah, the yeah. first game when like a Morris was it Morris? Morris was just wiling on him, like screaming, and then he barked back. Yeah, and I was like, okay. The thing is, Luca plays so much like a vet that yeah. you forget this is his first playoff. Exactly. Run. So and he's a he's big doing... guy too. That's what I'm saying. Pat Bev on that guy. I don't know, man. But, yo, Pat but... Bev, listen, and in West, Russell Westbrook's words, <laughs> the guy that runs around and does nothing, <laughs> except um, except I'm injure, like... except injure him. Yeah, um, Pat Bev's an interesting defender, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll 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 see. I think they have a game today, don't they? Or is it tomorrow? Uh, I think yeah. it's tonight. Yeah, they have a game tonight. I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, uh, you also man. have Denver and Utah battling it out. Utah is currently up three games to one. Yeah. Uh, and then so they could do that gentleman sweep. And 
Uh, Houston and OKC are also tied to a piece. That's an exciting series, you know, despite yeah. or the other half of this rivalry is out, right? Because Chris Paul's playing against his former team and Westbrook would have played, be playing against his former team. If there's one arena I wish we could watch that series in, it's the Houston arena. Yeah. And the OKC arena. Oh, Oh, yeah. A lot of these games would be dope in arena. That would be so nuts. Like Chris Paul in that, in the Toyota Center. Yeah, so that rounds up our uh, the current update on the 2020 playoff bracket at Disney World. We got a couple of exciting games on tonight. Uh, and yeah, we'll keep you posted. Looking forward to game one of round two between yep. the champs and the Celtics. Uh, yeah. And so Masai Ujiri, president of the current champs, during game six, when we pretty much sealed the Warriors' fate and solidified ourselves as NBA champions. And for the first time in NBA history, we brought the O'Brien north of the border. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's some controversy. You know? <laughs> uh, that, a little bit, you know. Just a little, just a little touch, a little, a little a flagrant to foul off the court. <laughs> uh, where some moron who wasn't uh, doing his job uh, felt he was going to test your jury. So, on the heels of us just like we we just shot the final shot. We just ended the last second of regulation in the NBA finals and became the 2019 champions. So mm-hmm. naturally he's running down to get to the court to celebrate with the team he constructed. Yep. Okay. And a overzealous <laughs> security guard or head of security, apparently shoved him. And she said, back the fuck up. Before he even, like, Yuri's in his usual suit. He has the credentials that they gave him. And... Yeah, he, he was going to go show him. And yeah. the guy, before the guy even questions or says anything, Shoved he shoves Yuri, okay? So, Yuri's explained to him. He's like, I'm the president of the Raptors. Now, your professionalism should have kicked in. At this point, he says, oh, sorry, sir. It's crazy here. Everybody's jumping on the court. Kindly show me your credentials. Oh, apologies, Mr. Ujiri. Please make your way into the court and celebrate. No, 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 no. <laughs> Our reality happened where this guy shoved him again and said, back the, f-. like, yeah. And literally somebody had to jump in because it looked like it was about to go down. Like it looked like um, the security guard was ready to square up. Yeah. I, I don't know if I saw it in, 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 that video, the body cam one, but I do remember seeing clips of Kyle Lowry grabbing um, Masai and bringing him onto the court. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But just before, if- just before, because this was like before the third, there was like three impacts between them. And when the third one was about to happen, which is the one they're saying where he allegedly punched the security guard, which as the camera shows, that was not the case. Yo, that okay. was a lie. <laughs> Here's one of many funny facts about this whole debacle here. Number one, this is a year later. Okay? That's what I'm saying. This body cam footage is released a year later. Okay? You know what's transpired in that time? The security guard had the audacity. (laughs) Oh, I love this. To sue the jury (laughs) for injury. Yeah, claiming man. he he was physically 
am mentally unfit to continue his job. Okay. And required paid leave, rehab, therapy. And then his wife doubled down. Doubled down, bro. And also filed a lawsuit. And guess how much this man made that year, <laughs> including his time off? Over a quarter million dollars. Over a quarter million dollars, this man is made as a reward for another case of racism and brutality. Mm-hmm. Right? Of social injustice. Why is this thing taking a year now to be released? A year. And let's name the fraud. Alan Strickland. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, him and his, his wife have a history of insurance fraud. Oh, yeah. They're out here. Okay. They're out here. And now everybody's apologizing. And shut nah, up. Save that. that. Yo, keep that same energy a year yeah. before. Where a they're, they're only apologizing because they got caught, which oh, yeah. I'm sure they had to have thought. This is, body cam footage is going to come out eventually. This is what they're like, league. nah, let me double down on my shit. This is one of the few black presidents in the league. I'm saying, okay? man. President of the champions, mm-hmm. right? And he's dressed in a suit. He carries himself professionally as he always does. He has his credentials. Oh, remember that whole fiasco about he had the wrong credentials? Stop. Stop. How do you even make it that? How do you even make it to the court then? Like, Stop. how do you make it into the tunnel? Yo, like, it's like people have never been in a sports arena before. You know how strict security is there? That he didn't show his credentials? You see, he's literally how do you make yeah. it that far? That's what I'm saying. Like, Stop. Yo, you're saying this guy literally just smiled at everyone and made it all the way down to the lower bowl. I mean, I know he's a smooth operator, but come During on. During game listen. six of the NBA finals, he somehow managed to sneak onto. Hey, yo, I can't wait till the next finals when there's fans allowed. If it's that easy, (laughs) if it's that easy, I could throw on a lanyard too. um, But yeah, so uh, NBA really needs to fix up. This just in, there's like rumors of players might boycott. Yeah, uh, I just seen that too. Because of the shooting we spoke of in the life segment of Jacob Blake. Van Fleet was talking about it. Yeah. George Hill, Norman Powell, um, LeBron hinted at it as well. Speaking of LeBron, <laughs> speaking of LBJ, the, the Jamester. <laughs> Jamester. Jamester, yeah. man. Okay. I know between um, how I speak of him in this podcast <laughs> and um, the other podcasts we're on, uh, the chat room pod, that people have this impression that I hate LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate LeBron. Matter of fact, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because he has the potential, as he, as we saw in Kobe Day in Game 4. Yeah. He, he still has the potential to be a, 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 a an apocalypse on the court. Yeah. Okay? He always had. And, yeah, he's three, in, three out of nine in the finals run. And, yes, it's impressive. Nine final runs. Super impressive. Year 17, and he's still doing the damn thing. He's still in MVP talks. Very impressive. But I feel like LeBron is more interested in posturing and posing and how things look than actual performance. You know what I'm saying? Okay. For example. Butterfly in the sky. 
I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow. So apparently it's a trend that LeBron James will do his interviews with a book in his hand, giving the impression that during his free time in the bubble, he likes to read. Well, naturally, a reporter or journalist would ask him about said book. And this is his response. Uh, Taylor, you want to follow up? Yeah. Um, so you were holding the autobiography of Malcolm X along with Alex Haley. I don't know how far you are into the book, but what's your biggest takeaway so far? Um, I kind of just started a couple of days ago, um, but um, I've read and a lot of a lot of notes over the years. Um, it's my first time actually reading this from start to finish. Um, you just started, but you read it from start a very, to finish. Um, very smart man. Relax, He's Sean. Very, very smart man. <laughs> and basically. Um, uh-huh. His words in the in the sixties and uh, uh-huh. and what was going on is actually what's going on today. Still, um, him Safe. understanding the um, how powerful um, the Negro can be. He used that word a lot. How powerful we are, um, but we have to unite and uh, we have to be together. We have to stand strong because there's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be um, you know, things that's going to be thrown at us where they try to weaken us. Um, they try to fill up, make us feel like we're not kings and queens. Um, he's spitting, he's spitting all, facts, um, but yeah, he, he, he but not about the book. Um, I will. He's <laughs> uh, doing some very powerful right minded uh, gentleman. Uh, Malcolm X, you're talking about? It's, talking about? it's unbelievable to to kind of read. Yeah, I think he's coming directly from him. Just hate. Um, wish I had an opportunity to meet him. Obviously, we know okay. the situation that happened among not only him, but Dr. Martin Luther King, some of the greats that's ever walked this uh, face of the earth, not only just here in America, but in uh, this face of the earth. So, uh, All right. pretty, pretty interesting book. So, my thing is, okay, <laughs> again, when he, was, when, he was, when he was rambling on to cover the fact that he didn't actually read the book. <laughs> He made some great points. No yeah, way. he did. You know, you know what it reminded me of is uh-huh. like when you are assigned like a reading for class, and then <laughs> the teacher calls on you, and <laughs> you've only skimmed through it, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Yeah. He just has. I just think he hasn't gotten a chance to read it because of. So why basketball. do you have the just book? Yeah. Why do you I, have the you know book? Crazy. I feel like he didn't want them to ask about it because he hadn't started, and when they did, he was like, "Ah." Oh, I gotta say, like something. Don't leave the book out of. Listen, okay. First of all, that was Taylor Rooks. Um, She was uh, the one who asked the question. My problem is the posturing and the posing. Right? (laughs) Don't bring in a book to give the the image of this and that if you haven't read it. Like actually read. You know, you know, the times I don't. I'm walking in somebody's house they have like a bookcase full of books that yeah. they haven't even touched they haven't even touched for posturing and posing Just like look aesthetics. at me i'm smart yeah. no like I totally see what you mean yeah that's my only issue my only issue is i mean it was a joke thing but like Hilarious, i respect yeah. what lebron does you know in terms of like black activism yeah he's pretty vocal with that stuff i respect that he's pretty vocal i respect that he uses his platform 
Um, he's I, I no disrespect to anything he's doing towards uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and again, I think he's a I think he's a phenomenal player. All right, so uh, I think we can move on from sports. Yeah. Uh, so Project Power. Power, speak a little louder. Help me for that money. I'm coming to devour. It's really so they get it. I'm embedded with the power. I'm embedded with the power. Yeah, the tagline reads, a former soldier teams up with a cop to find the source behind a dangerous pill that provides temporary superpowers. That was released on Netflix August 14th, 2020 uh, to a whopping score of 6 out of 10 on IMDb, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 51% on Metacritic. We both saw the film. Joe, you just saw it recently. Yeah, I saw it uh, this morning. Uh, What are your first thoughts on it? I I liked it. And it honestly made me, even though it's not his best movie, but it made me really look at the, the... sheer number of good films that jamie fox has been in and no one talks about it no yeah jamie fox can act he's he's good I, as someone he's got some stinkers but a hundred percent i didn't really mess with the jamie fox show when it was on but uh-huh. him in movies if there's a one guy I see who gets into the role yeah like because he's doing oh, yeah. the he's doing the tyson uh, film as well which, which which is yeah, I, i'm excited about that he's, he's really good jack I, i'm pretty oh, sure yeah. you saw that oh, photo yeah. of him he's yeah. huge now so yeah. It, I like to do it. It was a cool film. Like it's uh-huh. very, it's obviously like a popcorn film, whatever. Cause they have uh-huh. him and um, I almost called him Robin, but Joe, Joseph uh, oh, he, Gordon. Yeah, yeah, he, he has played. Him. He's really- hey, listen, Christopher Nolan. If you somehow hear this podcast, I want my Robin movie fam. The, but the, um, yeah, no, it was, it was a cool film. I liked it. I like, I like the locale and stuff. It was in new Orleans and stuff. It was cool. Um, I think it was impressively. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. It's like a popcorn movie. Yeah. Like I, I, I have to okay. If I'm talking about the fan of me, the fan of sci-fi, the fan of comic books, the fan of superhero stuff, the fan who's also a black man. It's it's very great to see black characters who you normally wouldn't see in those roles take those yeah. roles. Um uh, you know, uh and they're not like stereotypes. Exactly. So like uh Dominique Fishback. The uh, fact that she was in like a dominant role as Robin, uh, yeah. you know, Jamie Foxx doing his thing. The fact that it's in New Orleans, the fact that they actually address black issues in that mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Right. The fact that they, they incorporated hip hop. So yeah. that part I appreciate. And that's the reason why I give it a seven. Okay. That's fair. Out of 10 instead of a five because oh yeah no the, not a five the, that's rude five would have been brutal <laughs> or or a 5.56 but the yeah. writer the writer in me the the associate producer in me the film creator and the actor yeah i had a feeling you're like you're like mm. this movie is, is sloppy right like and oh. it's it, it has a lot of potential that i don't think was was handled properly yeah i feel like they didn't have a big budget 85 million dollars okay never mind they had a big yo apparently that that scene where 
a certain person gets shot in their face because I won't spoil it, but it's fairly early in the movie. Apparently, yeah. that wasn't CGI or something. That had to be CGI. What, what I don't know. Like? That that's what he was saying. Where it was, I'm well. I mean, obviously, they didn't use a real bullet, but like, I'm well, maybe they shot him with like a BB gun or something or well, an air gun. Well, show the footage. Otherwise, you this is poppycock. I'm, <laughs> I want to see the footage. Show me the B reel. Oh, I didn't even know Newt was Machine Gun Kelly because yeah, that's him. He yeah. was so mush up, mush up. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, and to me, it just it felt like it was all over the place. It felt like at the times, was, yeah. It's in the in the beginning, especially yeah. the beginning felt. I don't. It felt out of whack. They were trying to place. pull in so many different characters in the beginning, and yeah. then it and then it kind of after maybe twenty twenty five minutes, the film kind of narrowed narrowed off, and it focused more on like a like a goal. That's some some of the dialogue was just uh, <laughs> yeah. The, there were a couple of moments I was like, oh my goodness, the but there was villains. a lot of good moments too. Where I'm like, okay, there like, there was there was that. there was a few good there was some few sprinklings of good moments. <laughs> I'm I'm call me a tough critic. Call me the Russian judge. I no just, no no no. You're 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 being fair. You're not saying yeah, it's yeah. awful. It's a maybe Marvel like spoiled me. I don't know, but I just saying that I was very excited about this film. Um, it just it didn't have it wasn't as structured as polished yeah. and as smooth as it should have been. It felt it, and also it felt like I like I want to know who wrote this if it was a black person who wrote. Yeah, this. I also want to know when it was shot, like over the course of like okay, was it see, shot? I'm guessing it was shot before the pandemic, obviously. So a Romanian wrote the script. Okay, we'll get to that okay. in another that, time. That ex- that explains. So it's like Bad Boys Three then. Some of the <laughs> moments. A white man is a producer. Like Bad okay. Boys Three. Let's see the director. White director number one. Ah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Jamie Fox. White had director some, number two. Okay. Jamie Fox had some so let me say. get this straight. Oh my god. Let me get this straight. A film that was trying its best to be pro-black, to be woke. That's Jamie Fox. That wokeness was written by an, a Romanian. <laughs> hey, you know, we don't even know if Jamie Fox improvise a lot of those lines i hope not <laughs> not i'm not okay while i like the fact that it's trying to be pro-black and proactive and kind of like express blackness and and portray blackness in its finest form it was so cheesy it's the same <laughs> problem i have with the films that are like uh lazy women empowerment where it's like ah oh, i did it because i'm a woman not because I needed a man. It's like, it's just like, it's like, I'm black. Here's an aspect of black culture. Let's stop and talk about it. It's cheesy. It's lazy. It doesn't help, man. It, it, it doesn't help. Yeah, I like the fact that I see a black girl as a main character, as a hero, yeah. as a main character. I'm glad that yeah, she was you a, know, a black man, it, they, they do a flip on some things, you know, and, and black culture is, is alive and well in that but it was some of it was just it was just handled sloppily and it's something that just felt like oh this is what i think it should be you know yeah. what i'm saying like, like i see what you mean now with the certain certain aspects of yeah. it so that's why i give it i know i know some some of my fellow brothers and sisters <laughs> think i'm being too harsh but you know j- don't just because you put nutella on a sandwich doesn't mean like it's gonna be oh my god this guy said nutella <laughs> i'm just saying I'm just saying, like, like I want the best for my people, and as yeah, a filmmaker, as nothing a filmmaker, lazy, yeah. Especially when it comes I know to film and stuff. What doesn't, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, the last thing I want is for something that's trying, trying a thing, 
and it drops the ball. So then they're like, see, see, that's why we don't do it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend though, at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I recommend it. If you're a sci-fi fan, if you are a crime fan, if you're an action fan, it has all three of those things. Um, yeah. There was a mix of comedy. There was a, a mix of action. There was some action. There was some good sci-fi elements. Uh, and some terrible CGI and some corny moments. But all in all, that's all the great ingredients for the recipe of a great average Netflix film. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I say. It's very average but I, but at the end of the day, it is a step in the right direction. Yeah, that's 100%. what I'll say. And then lastly, Tenet, a highly anticipated film that I am so excited to say I will be watching in two days. That's right. Theaters have opened up. Don't worry, because a lot of people are like, hey, you realize coronavirus is still a thing, right? So, <laughs> so the, the seating in the theaters is severely reduced. Yeah. Like, severely. Like, I literally think there's only 20 seats available in IMAX. Like, Jeez. 20, 25 seats from, like, almost 60. Yeah. 70 seats. Jeez. We're, we're going VIP. So, not only do we have a closed-off booth ourselves, but, like, the time we chose, we have the theater to ourselves, right? Oh, it's, like, daytime stuff. So yeah. Plus, it's VIP. So, you know, you, you like, we were already socially distancing in VIP. Yeah. That's why they charge you the big bucks. So, yeah. <laughs> so now that it's we and we're masking and it's indoors, and that's not how coronavirus works. Yo, man, <laughs> it's not an airborne virus. Everybody's acting like if I sneeze in my house, somebody in Scarborough is gonna get infected. Like, relax. That's not how it works. <laughs> You're brave. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like before you share your unneeded opinion. Do a little research, okay, before you talk about, like, we're not going to risk our health to go see a movie, like, relax. Anyways, Christopher Nolan's latest film is about to hit the big screen uh, on Thursday, August the 27th. I will definitely be giving you guys my first impression, spoiler-free, of course, in the next episode after I see it. Uh, I don't know, Joe, if you're going to plan to see it before, between now and the next time we record. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, it, oh, I lied. We're going to see it on Thursday, 27th, but it actually drops tomorrow, August the 26th. Oh, shoot. Right? I so, you know, you don't have to wait till Thursday. You can, drop, you can catch it tomorrow <laughs> as a release. And despite the limited seating, still there's a lot of people who aren't that yeah. comfortable. So yeah. your chances of getting a seat are incredible. Oh, and if that doesn't convince you, tickets are now $5 yeah. for regular screening. Or $3 on Tuesday. Crazy. So if you don't want to shell out the extra dough for uh, IMAX yeah. or 4DX or VIP or whatever else, you can go for, you know, pocket change, right? Definitely worth checking out. Christopher Nolan has not disappointed yet. Uh, we know it involves some time travel. It's, it's, it's classified as a spy movie. So a spy yeah. movie with time travel is kind of dope. Uh, so yeah, I'll guys show you guys my impressions next episode spoiler free but uh that concludes uh, the entertainment section next up geek culture it's the talks with the chatterbox welcome back to geek culture <laughs> 
here we talk everything comic books, gaming, anime, manga, you name it. In this section, we're going to cover it. And right now, the talk of the town is DC Fandom. Yeah. That's right. So this past Sunday, uh, DC had a 24-hour free fan uh, mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. event. You, you can sign up, register, pick your own schedule on which panels. They had a bunch of panels. They had a bunch of trailers. They had a whole bunch of goodies that dropped on Sunday. I unfortunately didn't get a chance to see it live, at least. How about you, Joe? Um, I saw... I didn't see the panels. I saw... I've seen all the trailers, though. I, I've yeah, seen the ones that are worth mentioning for sure, <laughs> um, because it's DC. Let's not act like they 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 have a, the, a um, high percentage of success, right? Yeah, they, they're I mean, swinging a miss. There's lots. I mean, I know one of those films, and one I know one film and one of the games is going to be good because which is Gotham Knights. I know Gotham Knights is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same people that did same. It's the same uh, Rocksteady place, and um, I know uh, Wonder Woman is going to be good because. Did you watch? Have you watched the Gotham Knights playthrough? I haven't watched the playthrough. Yeah, I watched the playthrough. Is it? I, I watched the trailer, which is dope. Yeah, no, the playthrough was just a. It was Batgirl running around Gotham. It showed a little bit of combat, and then it showed her fighting Mister Freeze. And I mm. believe Nightwing was assisting her. So it looks like there could be co-op. I don't know yet. Sick. Um, you played. Looked, looked good. You played all three uh, Arkham Knight games. Yeah. Um, City so Asylum and Night. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play the origin one that one how <laughs> how how does it compare from the first look to those games like is it, it similar I, to that game or something different completely it looks like it's going to be a combination of both okay. whereas you're because in those games you really felt like batman this one looks like they're gonna be able to really put you in the shoes of i think it's batgirl nightwing arkham knight or red hood sorry Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, can't remember who the other person is. Um, <laughs> I, I, of all those people, like oh, Robin, Red, Red Hood's for me, yeah. And then, then Robin, yeah, so there Robin. was like, I love Robin, Robin. man. I'm a, I'm a Robin fan. There's um, uh, Dick Grayson, yeah, uh, Jason Todd, who's Red Hood, yeah. Uh, Dick Grayson ends up being Nightwing, and then what was the name of the third Robin? Um, uh, the one who, who, the, there's also Damien. Yeah, that's what that's what I was just saying, Damien. So is it Damien or is it like you know there was like a third Robin before Damien? Yeah, I don't know. They didn't show any. They just showed his um his symbol. So everyone is wondering, does this mean this one Batman is dead, or is he just like old now and everyone's taking over? Like they didn't they didn't Tim, say Tim Drake. Tim Drake, that's who. It was. Yeah. yeah, and then there was a, a a girl at one point, Stephanie Brown. Yeah, uh, Tim Drake's girlfriend, and then Damian Wayne, yeah. the the son of Bruce and uh, Tatiana, uh, Talia, yeah. so, Talia, Talia Al Ghul, Talia Al Ghul, Al Ghul. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I'm excited to see this game, especially with those four characters. Uh, yeah. I, it looks like it's gonna be like a co-op game, which 
me and you yeah. always down for. There's a lot more besides Gotham Knights, but it's staying in that realm of Gotham. The Batman trailer dropped. I'm not going to lie. I, I had my doubts. Um, 100%. I did, but unlike most, my doubts weren't because of um, the, the Twilight dude. That they brought to, to be <laughs> oh, the next that was my doubt because I hadn't seen that guy in years. So I was like, is, is this guy Batman worthy? The reason why I'm not so concerned is because we've been down this road before with DC, right? Um, yep. everybody doubted <laughs> Heath Ledger being yeah. the, the Joker, yeah, um, everybody doubted Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix as being the Joker. What other characters? I swear there's like another character, but. I, I, we've been in down this road where like a YA film star from those books like Twilight and yeah. Maze and freaking Hunger Games. Like yeah. we, we always had a doubt. Like, oh, when one of them is picked to play a role, that's a complete opposite of what their image is. Right. Yeah. But from the trip, I didn't doubt that more than I just doubt DC doing Batman for the umpteenth time. Yeah. Like, I swear you just did a Batman. That's what I'm not saying. Not too long ago with Ben Affleck. So what's going on? Yeah. That's why I was... Either way, the trailer was good. <laughs> like, yeah, the trailer, the trailer was fire. Like, to wrap that all up, the trailer was good. I like the yeah. trailer. I'm intrigued Batman. about um, the villain, Penguin. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because at first sight, you could never tell who that was. Bro. <sighs> but Colin Farrell... Yo, man. Is a penguin. This guy looks... Yo, okay, Cobblepot. I wonder I... if he, like, consulted Danny DeVito. That's enough. You know. <laughs> Consult Danny DeVito's bodysuit. Like, <laughs> hey, Heath Ledger consulted um what's his name? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. So okay. I was yeah. wondering. I mean Maybe he did. it's not like Penguin was iconic, except for that oil coming out of his mouth when he got taken out. But and, and when he was eating the saying, raw fish. God. Oh, I mean, it was good for Tim Burton. I just don't know if that would work. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, you know, so far, so good. Uh, I'm still going to ignore the gun on his chest, but... Yo, we, we got to see. Yeah. If, 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 hey, if that's the gun, <laughs> if that's the gun that took his parents... Yo. Yeah, that's that's kind of That's kind of dope. dope. So... I'm excited to see what's happening so far. So good. Uh, moving on, because there there was a lot. And speaking of a lot, Suicide Squad. Yep. So oh, oh. both both a game and a movie. Yes. Yeah. And if you didn't think that was enough, look at the cast list. Yeah. Viola Davis <laughs> as Amanda Waller, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag, mm-hmm. Michael Roker as Savant. You have Javelin, Harley Quinn, Polka yeah. Ratcatcher 2, Bloodsport, Mongol, The Thinker, Zolsuria, Blackguard, TDK, Weasel, Captain Boomerang, Peacemaker, King Shark, and General Salvio Luna. There's a lot of people in the Suicide Squad, bro. There's a lot of people in a movie that's already like trying to dig itself out of a grave. Yeah. You, you know, but heavy. you know what? If it's because what's his name is directing now? Uh, James Gunn? Yeah. So I trust it. I trust him. Yeah, I trust um, him, and I trust trust in Harley. Man, she she can. Well, she. I mean, she already has two stinkers, but sure. Hey, Birds of Prey wasn't a bad movie, man. Oh, is it? <laughs> is it not a bad movie? Oh, no, it's okay. not a bad movie. That let's, movie's let, all right, man. Let, let's see this. Birds. 
of prey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, 78%. Hey, this, okay. this I'm saying, man, I don't just okay. talk just to talk. I, I, you know what? Me might me we might check it. I might check it still. It's not a bad movie, man. It's not right, I gotta we'll rewatch it because first time I watched it, I was distracted, but it's not bad. She did really okay. well as like Harlequin. So it was a roll call, and then they they did like a behind the scenes where everybody yeah. does the usual. It's the greatest thing I've ever worked on. It's <laughs> gonna change the landscape. It's gonna be things you've never seen before. You know, you guys aren't ready. Like all the usual, like j- jibber jabber <laughs> that jibber they, jabber. they 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 use to promote a film. But yeah. it's James Gunn, and I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, this is pretty much the same thing. A ragtag group of misfits yeah. joined together to battle the antagonist. <laughs> like it's 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 his wheelhouse apparently. So uh I expect good things, you know. Maybe Will Smith should have been in this one instead. Uh, but... No, I'm good. <laughs> wow. No, I'm good. The hatred. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? I have the same feeling towards Will Smith that you have towards LeBron James. I... Wow. Oh, you gotta, you gotta bring it there. Okay. Okay. Uh move it. What else kind of goodie? So yeah, Wonder Woman killed it. You know, Wonder oh, Woman. Man. Favorite man. Yeah, Wonder Woman another, dropped another nice trailer. I've definitely think that that's gonna be that one, yeah. I'm excited for that one the most. What else we got? Uh yes, we covered everything. And oh, which, oh Black Adam. Yeah. So it wasn't really a trailer, more yeah. like a con- moving pictures concept art trailer with Dwayne The Rock Johnson's voiceover. Yeah. But it's it was enough to to say, okay, let's get this done. Exactly. And it's promising because if it's showing all of those villains i guess you want to call them yeah. in the black adam universe that means this movie this either this movie or this might be a franchise that could take off yeah because i saw I, mean, I seen my boy dr fate there and i was like yo say no more the last time they did something with dr fate that i remember was young justice and he yeah. was he did oh no i think i think he might be i don't remember because so long ago but i think he might be in titans too i'm not sure is 100 i think he might i don't know that movie's such a mess i don't remember exactly what went on in there um but either way dr fate if done properly would be good uh, and then you tie he that into so the shazam cool, because yeah. the shazam film i liked it i think it was good yeah so tie that in with shazam mm-hmm. dc might start start be starting the race i know they were trying to fight to catch up to marvel and ended up nah, they need to just make their own lane man just make your own lane let's all have gritty if you can have gritty superhero movies yeah. which are kind of borderline more realistic. Like I'm thinking in terms of boys, how, how it's kind of realistic. I think they'll be more popular. Like if that. you continue with the house that Nolan built. Yes, man. That's you should it, be fine. Man. And stop you trying to make them bigger than what they are. Like don't make them these big events. Just be like, yo, have this movie, make it fun to watch. That's well, it. speaking of them trying to be like Marvel, Justice oh, yeah, League is getting released with this Zack Snyder cut on HBO Max in 2021. I've never seen a do-over get so much hype. Because that's what it is. It's a do-over. The trailer looked better than the, than the movie that we've well, all seen. The trailer made it look like it's not the same movie. The movie looked entirely different. But even so, it's still a do-over. You guys released the movie in the same man. title with the same characters and the same actors and the same storyline... It's a do-over. That's what it is. 
Now, is it going to be a, a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser do-over? <laughs> or are you just going to make a bigger mess? Stay tuned next year to find out because apparently <laughs> we're going to promote this like a film, like a blockbuster film. Just, yeah, it's yeah, HBO yeah. Max. Just press play on the app. Like, what's, yeah, what's with all know, the hype? Man. I have this, no idea, yo. It's the same movie. It's not even a vastly different movie. It's just it looks a bit different. Added stuff. It looks different. Yeah, it's I, weird. I still see the same CGI. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, because this was definitely shot around the same time. They just they left a lot of stuff on the cutting floor, I, and now they're saying, let's release it. I wonder if um, CGI no beard uh, <laughs> Henry Cavill is going to be... I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna they're gonna erase that or if that's still gonna be there because that oh god so <sighs> I don't know I don't have high expectations for this no not at all prove no, me no. wrong straight up yeah. prove me wrong please that's the only one Shut with my mouth. there's a very large question mark I'm just yeah. like yeah uh-huh. the thing is the first Justice League because I know I know the story Zack Snyder's daughter passed away which forced him to have to leave the project yeah and then they brought on the director of avengers one and two to come on board and pick up the pieces now if that's not a sign you're trying to be like marvel i don't know what else is yeah especially now james gunn is doing suicide squad their ragtag group of misfits so it still feels like there's still hints of them trying to be marvel but we'll see you know what let's just wait and see i'm just glad that stuff is coming oh catwoman Catwoman is going to be played by Kravitz. Is it Zoe Kravitz? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. That's... Oh, about that. That's kind of dope. That is... Yeah. That's so, kind of dope. These are the moves we want you to make, DC. Yeah. These yeah. are the moves. Exactly. That is that is sick. Will she have the power to erase the blunder of Halle Berry's Catwoman? Stay, t- stay tuned oh, next God. time. Yeah, same it's... bat time, same bat channel. Well, yeah, so uh, that concludes Geek Culture. We're looking forward to when these films and comics and TV shows and games are going to drop. We'll definitely be reviewing the ones that are worth reviewing. But yeah, without further ado, we're going to move on to social. Stay tuned. It's the Talks with the Chatterbox. Welcome to the fourth quarter, aka the social segment. Here is where we discuss all the latest in celebrity gossip, rumors, mm-hmm. all the events that went down. That is social media newsworthy. We'll also be covering, you know, albums and drops and releases. So, King's Disease. So, y'all know me. Y'all know how I feel about Nasty Nas, a.k.a. Escobar, a.k.a. The Godson. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he dropped his 13th album, King's Disease, on Friday, August 21st through Mass Appeal Records. Did you get a chance to listen to it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew I was going to listen to it because I seen a track with The Firm on it. Yes, sir. The original firm huge huge fan of the firm so the original firm because um what is it um cormiega dropped off yeah right before the album 
Yeah. So the original firm from Affirmative Action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was huge. Um, and I, I seen this a couple collabs first because one thing about Nas is I was telling you earlier, Nas is really good at combining his generation with the new generation. Yes. Without yes. doing too much. He yes. stays in his lane, they stay in their lane, and the track is always dope. Exactly. That's one thing sound, I love about Nas. It didn't sound like he was trying to, to be up with the times. It didn't yeah. sound he was just he himself and they were themselves and it just it worked. That spicy yeah. track with 504 in and I think ASAP Ferg is in that's it. a banger. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a just, banger. Like uh, a track replace with, me with uh, Big Sean. Yeah. That he's got track. A track with um Anderson Pack. He has a track with Lil Dirk. And this whole thing was written and produced with Hit Boy. Mm-hmm. Right. And Hit Boy himself is also very good at taking somebody's like OG flow, OG yeah. style, and upgrading it. It's beautiful. You know? Um it's beautiful. It, it was a it's a it was a great ride from start to finish. From, yeah. from, from from cover to back cover, A side to B side. A lot of people apparently so. Did you hear uh, Ultra Black on its own? You know, when he released it before the album? No. So I heard, I heard a piece, they only gave a snippet of it. I, I heard oh, the snippet okay, okay, okay. they released on Instagram. I didn't hear the, uh, the whole record uh, when they dropped it. But the thing is, is that a lot of people didn't like it. And then they turned around and says, oh, well, in the album, it sounds good. But on its own, it sounds bad. On its own, like, it sounds bad. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah, I don't know Yo, about that. What's up with people's ears? Is it because you have a hubbity, 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 hubbity? Is it? Is it because Bro, it wasn't I'm, a SoundCloud flow? Like I don't know. It. I like the track, so I don't know. Listen, you know how I feel, man. I feel sometimes people listen to rap with a top hat and a Montclair eye. On so, and then just yo, you see, we were in we're in a lot of the same group chats. You see me just try to talk to people, and I'm just like, uh-huh. it's, it's not getting. Old. I feel like I'm talking to old head, and we're the same age, <laughs> or, or like I'm a year older than this guy. So what's going? What's happening? Why am I the one defending music changing its? It's just you can tell. Head, you can tell when people didn't really listen to hip hop until now. Yeah, <laughs> like until um, recently. But here, here, let me just play a little clip. Come on, bro. I like it already. That's a classic Nas. Yeah. A little DJ premiere, a little, just a touch. My pants poster said. We going Ultra Black. I got a toast to that. We don't fold the crack. We going. Occasion we rose to that. Going postal, we going ultra black, watching the global change, hopping the coldest range, hit boy oh, on the beat. This Come on, man. How you? I, I don't oh, get no, you, man. I, I guess I guess people wanted it to be like be like that Jay Z track with Pharrell that came out, Entrepreneur. Man. Oh, I, yo, I honestly wasn't gonna go there, but man, oh, and that was released on the same date as the album. Yeah. Come on, Jay. You try to be petty, which is fine. Stop I'm all petty. for pettiness, but Pe- you Petty fuck. Carter, yo. Stop that. Come on, man. You got Pharrell on the hook. Stop. 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 Go listen to King's Dizziest, guys. I want to hear the haters of Ultra Black when it was on its own, who most likely are Jay-Z fans. I want to hear your explanation behind that nonsense. (laughs) Anyways, the album was dope. The album was fire. Um, Il Nana came and did the damn thing. Love Foxy Brown, man. Love La Familia. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. a throwback, man. A- Yo, AZ 
Yeah, everyone just no one sounded outdated. Everyone no. sounded like they're in 2020. Oh, it awesome. sounded even more great. Yeah. Like man, I I liked it. It was a great album. I hate the fact though that on Apple Music, uh young young boys into Oh yeah, album. there's an explanation for that because people have been streaming the singles off his album. That's why. But even so, the singles are getting more played. Yeah. Yo, listen. We can go on. We'll go into this on another episode. But NBA young boy fans are they are die hard really? fan base, men and women. Okay? okay, the ones that love, I you know me. I listen to everyone. I don't yeah. listen to that much. I've only heard one of his albums, which I actually like. Mm. But I don't listen to him like how they've been listening to him. You, you're not. You're not a stan. No, no, no. Yeah, no. you're not a stan. I listen to everyone. Like I'm a huge. I'm a Twenty One Savage fan. Like. I listen to Offset occasionally. Like I'll listen to everyone. If if your stuff is mixed properly, yeah. And like I, I like I always Jack, say, it's Jack Harlow. Like, yeah, it's all it's about nuance, man. That's why I would tell people that like I'm not always trying to listen to hip hop with a top hat on and a Montclair. I'm just <laughs> like you know, yeah, uh, this is just day. you know, this is back just in not, my day. Yeah, yes. you know where you have to fit ten thousand syllables into just one bar. Oh, yeah. You don't have to do all that. Yeah, There's but I'm also I'm also not watching it with a wife beater and a stain on it. <laughs> to like people incoherently trying to rhyme ball with fall. Hey, listen, <laughs> okay. that, like I said, as long as we, as long as you have a balance in yeah. your library, you're you're chilling. Because there's some stuff obviously you're gonna listen when you're cruising or when you're playing ball or working out. That's true. There's That's stuff true. you're listening I, when it's I, late at I'm night. I'm still not gonna bump no six nine though. No Takashi. Oh no, hell no. No, nah, get him out of here. Oh, but um, <laughs> that's the thing is that. King's Disease has no TikTok dance worthy music. It yeah, has no it's, it's good. club club yeah. bangers unless it's like nah. before the crowd comes or when you're closing yeah. out. It's just, but it's it's, it's a hip-hop. nice cruise. Yeah, it's just hip hop. Yeah, it's, it's just, just hip hop, man. Hip hop doesn't always have to be dance. Sometimes it can be like well produced, like upbeats. Yeah, and you're just spitting over where, it where you don't care about like cracking records or something. Yeah, producing music. music. Yeah. It. So yeah, that's King's Disease. Definitely, definitely, definitely encourage you to give yeah, it. Yeah, go listen to that. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're if you're about that hip hop, mm-hmm. if you're about that street music, not like hood music, but kind of like you know, flowing on the summer block near the fire hydrant music. Yeah. You know that if you're if you're down for that, you know that in the in the vein of like Pete Rock, Jay Dilla. Yeah, it's nice smooth. Wonder. It's a smooth. It's, it's a smooth. smooth yeah. yeah. You want to hear some vintage AZ. You know, La yeah. Familia, The Firm, you know, and it's a touch of, a sprinkle of 2020, a sprinkle yeah, of man, the new age. Yeah, man, got 504 in. Yeah, there you go. 504 is on that. What? Yo. Big Sean does his thing, man. Like, no, it's a good Sean, listen. Uh, so, yeah, moving on. So, the verses. So, for those who don't know, uh, we actually have been recording. We have been in the studio banging out episodes. Four, I think. Four, I think yeah, four, yeah. Four, think yeah. Four, we got four hidden four, gems. Four solid episodes <laughs> over over Great. 24 hours of footage. Or, <laughs> <laughs> and through that, we cover the versus battles yeah. you know, extensively. Uh, we're definitely considering doing like a Lost Tape style release, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe like a Patreon special. Or, you know, we'll see wherever this grows. But um, mm-hmm. saying all that to say that we have been following the versus TV oh, yeah. battles. You know, Snoop and X were, were was crazy. Loved it. Uh, Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. Best that one. was that was fire. Uh, the best one, no hands down. Yeah. Uh, so the next one on the docket is Brandy 
versus Monica. Boy is mine. <laughs> On August 31st, we'll finally see who the boy belongs to <laughs> as Brandy and Monica go head to head. Definitely Battle of the Vocalists. Be so um, good. I'm definitely expecting them to show us what that vocal range can do. Yeah, it's going to be 2020. So um, Yo, that's going to have a lot of viewers, man. Yeah, it's gonna have a lot of viewers. It's gonna be a lot of uh, everyone listens action. to Monica and Brandy. It's gonna be um, to all the boyfriends out there, to all the fiancés out there, to all the husbands out there, to all the partners out there, to all the people out there connected strongly to a woman, especially a black woman. Beware. Yeah, because they're gonna go through a range of emotions. They go through like loving you to death to wanting to burn your clothes and <laughs> set your car on fire. Cause Monica and Brandy is gonna take them on an emotional roller coaster. Me, no, guys too. I'm a fan of both. I yeah, grew up with them. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna tune into I want to know who the boy belongs to in the end. I, I've, <laughs> I've been curious. That question's been on my mind since they dropped that track. But I'm uh, definitely excited for this one. Definitely will be tuning in. Definitely gonna be a win for the culture and quite entertaining. Oh yeah, uh, that's I'm in there, man. That's gonna be fun. That's yeah. gonna be fun. They, these, I don't think we've haven't had an R and B one. We've had a, a neo soul one with Erica Badu and yeah. that Jill was more Scott. Like a collab. Yeah, yeah so like this one should be good. I really yeah. hope if this one is successful, which I'm sure it will be, okay. I hope they somehow get Ashanti to do one of these. I I don't see why not. Ashanti yeah. and Keisha Cole are both ready yeah, to go. They. They've been know, going man. at each other during the Snoop Dogg, Snoop and X. Swizz is a weird dude, man. He's he's yeah. a weird dude. So, yeah, this Monday, August 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you are having Brandy versus Monica live from Tyler Perry Studios. Brought to you by Ciroc. Uh, You can catch that on IG Live, Apple Music, which I hear is the place to check it out. Because yeah. it's super clear, super high quality. But yeah, Brandy, Monica, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry Studios is big. And one day we should talk about, like, despite the Medea foolishness, what he's yeah. kind of done for the culture. But yeah. And then our final topic of the okay. pilot episode. Let's do this. Oh. Open and shut case, Jim. Let's do this. So. Ha. Meg the Stallion. Finally names Tory Lanes as a shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did that on, I believe it was Friday, this past Friday. Yeah. The 21st. Uh, she went on her IG live and she said this. I'm from the South Side. It ain't like a, oh, let me go run and tell my business to the mother internet. Let me go run and tell my business to the police. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never been that type of person. Like, but I'm not going to let y'all keep playing in my face. And I'm not going to let this plan in my face either. Mm. So since y'all whole so worry about it, yes, this Corey shot me. Mm-hmm. You shot me. Damn. And you got your publicists and your people going to these blogs lying. And- yeah. Stop lying. Yep. So the mystery is solved. Facts. All doubts have been erased. Tory Lane, mm-hmm. Tory, troll, 
five foot nothing lanes gave Megan the stallion the Yosemite Sam treatment and shot her mm-hmm. at her feet. Both her legs, man. Both her feet. Man, I I I tried. I tried to believe. I tried to hope. Almost prayed that I'm like, God, please don't let it be Tori. Yeah, man. Because he's having such a good year, right yo. Not even Toronto, Brampton. Yeah. Brampton. AKA but like, the Florida of Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, his man. Brampton side is showing. So Oh yeah. Ah, so just a quick <laughs> recap. Back in July, Megan the Stallion was at a party with uh Tory Lanes, I believe, at Kylie Jenner's house. Uh, it was like a pool party. Fast forward to Sunday morning at 4 a.m. on July 12th. There are reports of a weapon being fired. Megan was walking with her hands in the air away from the SUV with her feet bleeding on the streets. And Tori was laying down face down. He later received a concealed weapons charge and was released on bail. And Tori has been ghost zero dark 30 ever since, since July. He hasn't said a lick. The guy who was quarantine radio on IG live, the guy who was always on all of a sudden was like radio silent. He went dark. All right, Megan finally spoke up and in a very teary IG live was just talking about her frustration with like what social media is doing and saying about her. There was a lot yeah. of stories about how she was fighting him. There's a lot of people trying to like shoot Tori some bail, like pretty much. Yeah. Um, you would think though that would stop once she came out and said <laughs> point blank out loud that Tori was a shooter. Especially since Tori still hasn't said anything in his defense. But you know who did say something in his defense? Fellow woman abuser, Larry <laughs> Johnson. Sorry, I should have um, said former NFL player and and, and 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 a CTE advocate because clearly he is <laughs> suffering from multiple concussions during his career. To write something like this, you have to have a concussion. He says, ladies, if you date a man who coined the term demon time and you get shot by him during demon hours, be accountable for your stupidity. Hashtag Tory Lane spelt Tory wrong. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what this man has to say regarding Tory Lane shooting a, a black woman in both feet for no reason. Like what, what reason could you even come up with to justify that? Oh, and oh, by the way, that was liked by Tori. Yeah. That tweet was liked by... So you can't say nothing in your defense, but you're going to like... A- but you're creeping. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But don't worry. Black Twitter quickly came out with a receipt. Oh, yeah. Uh, posting come to articles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should have kept quiet because they're, they're pulling the fact that he was arrested yeah. for strangling his ex-girlfriend... Um, they're pulling up his mug shots, um, how he's known. He has a history of abuse towards women. So you're the last person to be saying anything. Okay. You need to just sit back in the shadows and enjoy your freedom because this, remember cancel culture is still here. They haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, bro. Everyone's just inside now. You want to pull an OJ and flirt with fire? (laughs) Hey, wild man. That's the hill you want to die on. Um, you know, and while many people have, come to her side they've come to her defense you know beyonce rihanna um cardi b uh chance the rapper but 
Jazz the Rapper, 21 Savage, Michael B. Jordan. There's been a wave of support, but also a wave of attack. People are watching her actions on Insta and saying, oh, yeah, how, can like you, how can you be twerking and dancing and enjoying life with two shot foot, with, with two bullet holes? And you know, I don't... <laughs> People are, yo, man. People are actually calling her a snitch and it's, comparing her to 6ix9ine. You, you know what's what? Yeah, yeah. It's it's very bizarre. You know, it's so interesting that so many people turn into detectives now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when someone says they got shot and they go, well, really? So if you're shot, why are you not doing that? And I'm like, yo, you know, like. But, but the fact that Megan waited until now, a month later, to Tory like a month and a half later yeah. and she only did incident. it because his publicist was like feeding stuff to the shade room and stuff so it got she got annoyed which is right I, i'd be pissed off too people thought i was faking it L- listen if somebody shot me in both feet i'm not protecting you that's why i have to rate me instead because she's a real nigga which i we've been knowing that but mm-hmm. she even said when the cops came she didn't tell them that Tory shot her because if if she did, they probably would have shot Tory Lanez. Yep. If yep. or beat him, who knows? So she she freaking saved this guy's ass. And then on top of that, you're gonna turn around with your publicist and be trying to plant like doubt in people's minds about what really went down. So now that it's true and it's been confirmed, Tory, you're you're a idiot. Yeah. Idiot of the century. Like. Mm. Like, I don't think anybody will ever, ever top or cut. You're the goat of stupidity. You were on the peak. You're about to go off. Yeah. It's going to be his time. And you shot your black woman on the come up Um, twice. And you get out on bail. And instead, instead of just counting your losses, instead of just trying to just find a way back. Yeah. The girl you shot was willing to just keep it to herself. She was willing to just move on. She was willing to just put it under wraps. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You had to just try to blame the victim in 2020 in the middle of cancel season. Messed up, man. To answer that Garantonian question, you are stupid. You yeah. are dumb. Yep. But um, yeah, I think that wraps up yeah. the Black People Time pilot episode for Talks with the Chatterbox. It's been a pleasure recording this first official first episode. First episode, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just had this Talks with none other than Sean Anthony, a.k.a. the professional Chatterbox, and... Joseph, aka Baritone Levy. See you next episode. Now raise up off mine and taste it in the raw with more snipers on the floor galore in my hardware store. Nightmares of It's the talks. With the chatterbox. Working off the books, painting pictures of poverty, causing armed robbery and it provoked every last one gets smoked. No doubt for real, it's like wildlife. With thugs forever, bull gaps and always keep a knife.